Is it weird to you that all this family gets together for dinner? Okay. And everybody else brings their partners, their significant others, whatever. And sometimes she, as his wife, is invited. Other times she is not invited. But does that strike you as weird? Does that strike you as a guy that just wants to hang out with his family alone? A discussion that we're going to get into today on the show. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yeah, hi. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. How are you? Happy to have you here. If you are new, we are a podcast that's based in three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. All right, let's talk about little failures for the week. Well, on Tuesday, we'll start doing little failures. um, Because there's nothing you should do than shame shame yourself for the little stupid things you do during Mm. the week. Um, no, I'm kidding, but um, I friggin' I I wish I knew more about computers. I wish I understood them because I don't. And I mean, if you ever looked inside a computer before, like on the outside, mm-hmm. a laptop. Outside, like, you know, just got a little keyboard. Hmm. Everything's all easy. You know, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, I might as well be a damn brain surgeon in here trying to figure. <laughs> What does what? What goes to where? You know. Oh, yeah. The last week or so, I've told you, ever since the start of Mercury Retrograde, of all things, Mm -hmm. this has been a rough Mercury Retrograde. This has been a really, really tough Mercury Retrograde. Uh, Just with just stupid stuff. Just stupid. Like, nothing that's been wildly important. But, like, for example, the day Mercury Retrograde started, all of a sudden, the fan, here it goes. Mm -hmm. My laptop goes crazy. You know what else stopped working this week? Is my electric toothbrush just doing this weird thing that people over at Sonicare have never even seen before. Oh, no. We've never seen that happen before. The lights are just like flickering and they're like, we don't, it's like, it almost looks like a, like a jack, like you won the jackpot or something. It's just like, lights like flickering at different times. And they're like, that looks like a UFO. I'm like, that's not helpful. Um, (laughs) So... Um, I, you know, I, I, I told you, I wanted, to, I was gonna be proud of myself. I'm, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to fix this. Hmm. So I called the the parts place and for the laptop and they're like, oh yeah, well, we're out of this piece, but you can, you know, just Google this number and see if maybe somebody else has it. And I said, okay. And, uh, so I did it and part came today. It's not the right part. <laughs> it's not the right part at all. So. Well, and you said um, you didn't really know if it was. So I, I just now. I don't know how this works. I don't have like three weeks to like take my laptop, you know, to go get repaired. So mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm going to do other than hold my computer fan down so it doesn't spin during the podcast. But can you mm-hmm. imagine? Listen, when I'm editing and working on on show stuff, it's just literally just just all this different tones of this over and over and over <laughs> and over until I go crazy. Uh, so I don't I don't know how we're gonna fix this. I don't know. I don't have time this week to worry about it. Uh, how much How much do you pay for your haircut, by the way, Mom? Um, I think it's forty. Only forty dollars. Uh huh. In Dawsonville. That's that is a economical haircut. Yes, I think so. You should feel good about that. I do. Uh, I know that's some women pay two. Too. Shannon, my ex wife, used to pay three hundred dollars. I think to get her haircut. Oh, so I know. that's yeah, it's that's, crazy. Um, that's quite the this, this steal. It's crazy. Well, she I don't wasn't know. in Dawsonville. <laughs> it's true. Um, I don't know if I – listen to my to my rationale here and tell me if, if I'm doing the wrong thing. I 
had the same haircut girl here for ever since I lived here, right? A year and a half. Mm-hmm. And even in San Diego, the same woman cut my hair the whole time. Woman in San Diego, and actually even back in Phoenix. Okay, let's go all the way back, back to Phoenix now. Okay, mm-hmm. so 20, 2013. Okay? okay. My haircut has cost $25. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. So pay $25, usually tip five or $10. Uh-huh. But on, on the on the late recently, I've been tipping twenty uh, $10. Total, $35, right? Uh-huh. So my hair girl up and left, no explanation, which always feels weird. It almost feels like you owe me an explanation before you leave, right? Like you uh-huh. can't just, I know. I hate changing hairstylist. You can't just take off on me like this. Like mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. In the world. So I don't know. I don't know what happened, but I feel weird. I, I, I don't know. Why, why would I care? I don't know. I don't know why I care. My hair girl went, but she just left. Right. So I, <laughs> I had an appointment and they called me and they said, Hey, she left. She's not here anymore. She moved back to, I know she moved back to New Jersey, but that's all I know. Other than that, I don't know what happened. No idea. Mm-hmm. So they're like, Hey, we can put you with this new girl though. She's good. And she, she gives me a good haircut. It's fine. You know, pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I go and, uh, get her. She cost $35. Wow. And, I don't feel in the last two times I have not tipped her because I feel as if though she has already charged me the marked up price Mm. of the $35 with the tip. You know, it's almost like when you go to the restaurant and they add the gratuity in there and then you don't add any extra gratuity on there because you're like, listen, I must have already paid the gratuity as part of the check. Um, (laughs) I I almost feel like, Uh even though that's not how it works with her, Uh I almost feel like Uh that's what's happened here. So I haven't tipped her. And this place is weird though. It doesn't have like a tip line or anything. You're supposed to just Venmo your person. Like it's like, here's everyone's Venmo. You can just Venmo them your tip. Oh. And I'm like, okay. So I haven't. And I don't know if I should feel guilty for that or mm-hmm. the fact that like she's charging. And we're talking California prices too here. You know what I mean? Right. $25 since 2013. And maybe before, I don't remember how much I paid in Florida. But since 2013, mm. every state I've paid $25. And now I'm like, I don't think like, do I need to tip you on top of this already? And I know we got inflation, but damn. Mm-hmm. Mom, thoughts it, on that? Is, is, is it, it mu- rude? Is it a much better um, haircut? No, oh, I mean my hair's not hard. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's nothing crazy. It's just a basic white guy haircut. Is there another place you can go close by? I don't know. I just I. I think I would try. If to you don't really have time to look for place. a computer fan, I really have time to go around and price out <laughs> hair people. But does it sound rude not to tip though? Because for example, why why do it, we feel the need to tip on everything? You know, I tip everybody twenty percent. I don't care what it is. But why why do we do that? Well, why do we tip our for especially okay women? Answer this question because y'all pay a lot of money to get your hair done. You pay hundreds of dollars, yes. two three hundred dollars. I'm assuming to get your hair done, yes. right? Unless you go go to Dawson Villa. Maggie Apparently, y'all need to go. My mom's she, girl. Yeah, Maggie does when she has color and all that stuff. Yeah. So, like, why do you feel that that is that is so expensive? I don't know. Now, listen. To be fair, I don't know the um, uh, what do you call like the uh, behind the scenes costs Uh of hair dye. Okay, (laughs) but I I have a a good feeling Uh that you're mostly what you're paying for is the service there, right? Correct. So, do you not feel like you don't need to tip? 
Well, you're paying for their expertise too if you're getting something special done. I mean, not yes, yes, yeah. and I'm paying you hundreds of dollars. <laughs> like, yeah, I I'm know. literally paying you hundreds of dollars for your time. You yeah. are making like a hundred and fifty dollars an hour or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. like, damn, I need to get the hair. And then on top of that, then I got to tip you. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I haven't tipped the last two times, and I walk out of there. I just went on Saturday, and I, when I walk out of there. I had this really weird like guilt of like, I should tip. But then I'm like, you over, like that's, that is, that is an inflated price Mm. as it is. Mm -hmm. Thoughts? Yeah. Well, that is 10 more dollars than you've ever paid. Uh, You know, I don't know. I always, I always tip everybody. I won't, I don't tip my housekeeper, but I think the general rule of thumb is if they're self-employed that you don't need to tip them because they've already set their own prices. But if they're working for someone else, like at the nail salon, for instance, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I always always tip 20%, and I know other people don't because I see what they leave on the counter. Yeah. Um, But I feel like those people work hard for their money and, you know, appreciate the money. I don't remember if we talked about this on the podcast or not, but how much do you guys hate those? little machines like where it's like an all-in-one kiosk and like let's just say that you're going to i don't know i usually see them at like a coffee shop or something like you just go and you just want to buy like a five dollar coffee and they're like okay and um or a great example when i lived in san diego they had one of this acai bowl place i used to go to north side shack over in point loma for Mm, san diego people and so you like go, you know, and and acai bowls are like the expensive haircuts of <laughs> fruit dishes. Okay. Like they're already expensive. It's like $15. Yeah. Something absurd. Okay. Yes. And then they be like, okay, cool. I'll just take your card. Thank you. And then they're like, okay, I'm just going to, I'm just going to have you. And they never say like, give me a tip, but it's uh-huh. always like some very well manicured statement. <laughs> it's always like, okay, I'm just going to have you finish this up now. Like they flip the screen around to you. It's like, how much do you want to tip? 20%, 30% or 150%. And you're like, what? Like, why, why am I, why am I tipping on this? I didn't tip on this three years ago. Like uh-huh. when did this become a thing? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I'm just going to have you answer one question on here. Like, no, just say, just say, will you please tip me? Because it just now feels inauthentic <laughs> because you just literally flip it. And then there's the, the social pressure. And like, oh, yeah. like even like the, even like the, like the, the increments are like, way higher it's like would you want to tip 30 percent 50 percent or 100 percent? you're like well i guess i'll just tip 30 percent because that's like the middle one so i guess that's okay it's an extra nine dollars on my order but uh, i guess that's it's a lot of social because like, you're right there in line people like, st- like staring at you like the person's like staring at you you know like for example i went over to like here's a great example i went over to the um there's this little place over here in maryland called uh, be more licks it's an ice cream place they got, like, this vegan ice cream but it's like a walk up you know um. Uh, walk up. Is it the get one a scoop ice cream. It's walk outdoors. off, right? Yeah, outdoors. Yeah, yeah. And so there's like already a line, right? And so yeah. I, I all I was literally going to get. I'm really trying to watch my sugar intake right now. Uh-huh. Is I was going to get a kitty size scoop of the vegan cotton candy ice cream. Right, yeah. that's it. Easy uh-huh. enough. Which, by the way, already inflated prices. The Vegan ice cream is the acai bowl of haircuts. Okay. Like, (laughs) (laughs) just so you know, like, it's Uh all right for a kitty scoop, which is about the size. It uh, it actually came in a bathroom cup. No joke. Like, it's that size. (laughs) It's $4. Okay. $4 for a bathroom size scoop 
<laughs> of ice cream. So already, listen, inflation, whatever you want to call it's a lot. Uh-huh. So you're, I've already started, and it's hot as hell this weekend, right? Like, I don't yes. know if you're on the East Coast, you probably experienced some level of heat this weekend. It's already 150 degrees outside, right? I've been standing in line for like 15 minutes because this place is busy because it's in. And then, like, of course, the guy's like, all right, you know, he sw- swipes the cards, $4. I'm like, okay. Uh-huh. He's like, all right, just finish this up for me real quick, flips the screen. It's like, <sighs> <laughs> it's like and like the tip amounts like do you want to tip four dollars eight dollars or, or fifteen dollars i'm like oh my god so i tip then like you feel like a jerk if you hit custom tip because then you're like well what's wrong with you you can't just hit like the normal tip that like, everyone else is tipping and put in a it's like so much it's like so much pressure yeah i'll get like i'll, I'll throw you a dollar but i think yeah, the option literally was like 250 it was like a minimum i'm not like 250 on a four dollar why am i paying four dollars <laughs> For a, a bathroom cup of ice cream in the first place, <laughs> and then the social. Pr- then there's like a line. Everyone's hot, and you're just more. like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to like. <laughs> you're just like working through this on your head really fast, and just trying to get your tiny scoop of ice cream to move on. It's just <laughs> before it melts. Before it melts, it's so, it's so stressful. I don't know. I'm just tired of tipping everybody, and that's not to say you don't put in good service, you know. But I just, I uh, know. I don't know that we should be tipping for haircuts. I just don't know that that's like on the list. Um, yeah. Like waiters, waitresses, I feel okay. And I, listen, I'm a, I'm a good tipper when I feel like it is a, like a thing, you know, uh-huh. like if it's a yeah, thing. Yeah, they've done a really good job. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, here's a uh, new study for you. New moms worry about their baby over 2,000 times within the first year. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I don't doubt that. Think about that. How many days are there? 352. 365? Oh, 365. <laughs> <laughs> um, I need to yeah, go back to work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 365. Let me, let, me, let me do that. Let me see if this math sounds right. 21, the actual number is 2153 mm-hmm. in a year. Which, who, what? <laughs> who is doing that survey? That's, uh, <laughs> Exactly what I want. Are they? You know what I mean. Um, when you worry, okay, push two, this button. Two one five. Yeah. <laughs> Who counts how many times they worry? Shit, I'm glad I don't count mine. Uh, that's it. I think I worried that much today, just trying to get this week done. Um, uh, divided by three sixty five, so that's about five, almost six times a day. That's not. I guess not. Not too terrible. No, then, huh? that's not bad at all. Um, what do you think? I'm going to give you a few more stats about new moms over here since this is the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. Okay. 62% say it's because they are either all uh, often or always considering how their decisions will affect their babies in the future. Agree? Mm-hmm. So of those six times you worry a day, mm-hmm. 62% of those people say that's because you're always afraid of what you are going to do and how that's going to affect uh-huh. your kid. Did you feel that way, mom? Yeah, I'm sure I did. Oh, yeah, you worry all the time. You worry about what you feed them. You worry about what you don't feed them. You, <laughs> you worry about everything, everything. Oh, the social development. You know, do they have enough interaction with other children? Are they learning enough? Or, you know. That's a lot, man. I, I can't imagine. So I, you know, I listen to Jeff Dollar's podcast, The Upside. They're, they're talking about their baby. They have a baby. And, like, it's just, like, there's so much to keep up with, man. It's a lot. Uh, one more funny stat. I'm not, just not as funny, but just pretty shocking stat. Uh, in fact, new parents search Google about their baby over 2,000 times a year. Oh, I don't doubt that. 
thousand, probably about every time you worry about it or in, uh, <laughs> what do you right. think, mom? What do you think? Give me, what do you think parents are searching? New parents are searching when they're Googling things. Um, is my child getting the proper nutrition? Feeding related questions. We'll take it. 40% of those Google are, um, mm-hmm. that's the number two answer. It's like, this is like, um, um, family feud. <laughs> show me, uh, show me feeding related <laughs> questions. Uh-huh. What else? Oh, what that was else? number two. Um, social interaction. Nope. Nope. Mm-hmm. One more. Um, sleeping. No, that's number four. Very nice. Why is ba- why baby isn't sleeping is thirty seven percent. Why is baby crying? Oh yeah, thirty eight percent. Forty percent, of course, is feeding related questions. And then the number one answer. Any any idea, mom? This is. I would not believe this was number one of what new parents are searching. Hmm. How no to idea. take care of skin conditions. Oh, <laughs> it's the number one thing. So. Shout out to all our parents, man. That's hard. That's hard work over there. It is a lot. It is a lot. This week, I'm trying a project, and we'll see how this goes. Actually, got pretty interesting and in depth. I haven't posted uh, at this time. I have not posted this on my Instagram, um, but I'm going to post it tonight before I go to bed. It's been a crazy busy day today. Um, We're doing our struggle transparency week on the show, Mm -hmm. and this is where I've just asked you to be a little vulnerable with us. And tell us what you're struggling with right now. And we have two reasons of doing this. Number one is to show you that everybody's struggling with something, right? No matter who you are, what you're doing, I promise you there's something you're struggling with. Maybe it's how to take care of your, of your baby's skin conditions. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but number two is to also realize that, so, well, that, that's a kind of twofold, right? So number one, to realize that if you're struggling with something, there's probably somebody else struggling with the exact same thing and that everyone's struggling with something. So be nice because... Mm-hmm. You know, this is not stuff that we wear on our foreheads. Yes. Most of us, I mean, the, most of the stuff wouldn't come up in normal conversation. If you're not a podcast host, you probably don't sit around here and talk about all your struggles, right? <laughs> so that's what we're doing this week. And I ask you to take part in this and just share, just share your struggles with us because I think it's going to be kind of interesting to see. And as I'm reading through some of these, I mean, I'll just go through a couple today. We're going to go through some all week this week. Okay. But see if you if you relate to some of these, see if you're like, yes, absolutely. Like I understand where this person's coming from. Cause I'm you know, either in the same boat or whatever, no names. And I promise you no names on these. So, um, hi Kramer. I'm struggling so much. I'm in the middle of a breakup. Mm-hmm. We live together along with, uh, with daughters, mm-hmm. but it's not working out. I have no job and I'm lost. I have no idea on what I'm going to do. I'm trying not to lose myself in the process. I'm sad and I'm disappointed. I feel like a complete failure. Oh, breakups are the worst. Mm-hmm. Breakups are the worst. And I can't imagine, you know, with kids. trying to split with kids. Yeah. Um, that's so hard. Yeah. Man, mm. I don't know that I have really much good advice. I don't think there is good breakup advice. Um mm. I just think you have to go through it. Mm-hmm. And it's clumsy and it's awkward and it's painful and it's terrible and but somehow beautiful on the other end i don't even know other than just to like give you hope that on the other end it does there's just there's just this growth that comes this immense growth yes that you do through this process um and and this i don't obviously we don't know a lot about your your situation not that we need to Mm -hmm. uh but i think that's the only thing that we can leave you with is like man 
Um, yeah, and you don't want your children to grow up in an unhappy home no, with, with no, unhappy no, no. parents. So you just have to keep your eyes focused on what, how can I do better to to make this situation work. Maybe you have some folks you can move in with for a while, but always be sure that your kids know that it's not about them. But I don't think there's anything we can say, to be honest with you. Like, I don't know there are right words when it comes to, like... Any kind of breakup. Breakup. I think it's just something you have to do. Mm -hmm. Divorce, breakup, splits, anything like... Some of these people, you know, it's funny. There's some people that you you know for a month and it feels like a lifetime. There's some people you know for a lifetime it feels like a month. Um, and I don't know. Some, it's just funny how some people come into your life. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I've, I've had I've had breakups with the girls I've dated for like a couple of months mm-hmm. that felt harder than my divorce, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't really know that we have that I have any like really, really great advice other than, of course, you'll get through it. And you'll look back and hope you'll remember this day when you, you know, texted the podcast or yes. talking about, you know, how much you were struggling. That's mm-hmm. always like nice to kind of look back and. Okay. All right. We got and it I guarantee um, you there are millions of people that can identify with that. Oh, yeah, totally. hundred mm-hmm. percent. All right. Another uh, struggle transparency. Uh, I'm struggling with my father's death back in January. Ooh. I'm a daddy's girl and it's been hard. I put on such a front that I'm handling it well, but on the inside, I'm struggling hard. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. I I am very fearful of the day that my parents pass away. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know. I don't even know. Um, I can't. I can't. I can't imagine. But I know someone that can. It's my mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom lost her mom when she was seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. Mom, what do you mm-hmm. think about that? Did you do you relate to that? Do you remember one of those days? Oh, yeah. I I think that, honestly, I was numb for a long time about it. Um, I just couldn't allow myself to feel the grief I needed to feel um, because it was just too hard. It was just too hard. Did you also put on a face like you were fine? Mm-hmm. She yeah. did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot easier, I think, to yeah. fake it. Um yeah. Yeah. I think it's a lot easier to fake grief, it than grief, it is to grief takes time and Yeah. You need to, I mean, I but know, I would say if know. it's January, I mean, how long mom do you think it really took you to like feel better? Oh god. After your mom and your dad's death. Do you know like Oh years. Yeah, years. Yeah. Two or three years I think at it's, least. Mm-hmm. That's just one of those things where it's just uh, of course all I have to go off is divorce. My parents are both still alive, but um yeah, I can't I, I don't know that, again, there's anything you can do, yeah. um, unfortunately. But just know that you're loved. Right. And there's people that are going through the same thing. And I don't know. Maybe, maybe you know, I don't know if this helps hearing this, you know, back on the podcast. But uh, maybe when you – what I always found, because I was the same way. Through my divorce, I'm like, I'm fine, I'm fine. I can do this. I can totally do this. I can totally – until I realized like, I was really just lying to myself. You know, that I really needed help from a lot of people. Yeah. And that's when things started to become a lot easier for me when I was just kind of honest about it versus like just putting on this mask. I think that's really when my vulnerability started to kick in because I just, just was drowning, you know, it's mm-hmm. literally just drowning. Um, so I don't know. Maybe this is the first step in 
talking about it, seeing how, you know, does that feel good now that you feel like you've, you've got people that can relate to you? I don't know. All right, let me give you one more. But thank you, everyone, thank you for sharing these. I know this is like yes. the, the hardest things in your life to talk about right now. So mm-hmm. thank you for that. Um, we got a lot of body issue ones, um, mm-hmm. a lot of weight ones. Mm-hmm. I'll just read one. So I'm struggling with my weight and self-image. I'm not sure I can ever overcome my low self-esteem related to how I look. Mm-hmm. It sounds so vain, but it's real. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Either how, I don't know. Listen, you're talking to the right guy about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I think we all know the answer. That's a problem. It's the answer to some of these things we struggle with. Like on textbook, it's like, it's like so easy. You just got to love yourself more, you know, mm-hmm. like, okay. Yeah. But I was, I was out at the pool yesterday. Uh, it was yesterday. It was Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. And I just, I'm, I'm a damn 40 year old man. What am I worried about over here? You know, <laughs> especially in your community. Yeah. I don't worry about it. I still just feel uncomfortable. I feel uncomfortable. When I take my shirt off. I just don't I mm-hmm. train myself for 39 years to like not feel comfortable in my own skin. Mm-hmm. And it's tough. And that's one of those things like, you know, and y'all like, you know me, I, I, I work out, you know, four to seven days a week. Right. I eat fairly well, I would mm-hmm. say better than most, mm-hmm. I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still like, I'm not happy with my body, you know, but I don't know. I don't even know. And after having, you know, after having plastic surgery, I, it's, it's hard to say, say because I don't know if I would have, how I would have felt if I didn't have plastic surgery, you know? Yeah. But I, I still like, still feel uncomfortable. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's a hard one. It's a yeah. really, really hard one. It is. So. And I'm the same way. I mean, we live on the lake. You won't see me out there in a swimsuit. But doesn't mm-hmm. that suck? It's so stupid. No, I know. It really is. It's just so stupid. Really you really is. think about it. Think how stupid it is. It really is foolish. And listen, I'm saying this as someone that struggles with it as well. So I don't want you to hear this mm-hmm. and be like, I'm stupid. Like, no, you're not stupid. But it's just, it, it's just I, I I hate our stupid brain sometimes. Like, Well, and the society norms, you know. I know. It's, it's so, so frustrating. It's so, it's so frustrating. But this is uh, this is just three just three stories today of people that are struggling mm-hmm. with something. And appreciate your vulnerability with this. And just to keep in mind of, hey, if you're struggling with these things too, you're not alone. And hey, don't forget that person that, you know, that, that honked at you in traffic today, who knows what they're going through. It could be some something like this or else, something else. Um, if you want to text us yours or DM me or email me or whatever, we'd really appreciate it. Again, completely anonymous. So I will not use your name. Even if you ask me to, I won't do it. Um, 888-Kramer8 is our phone number for you to text. You can also email me, thatguykramer at gmail.com. But thank you for taking time to do this. I hope, I think it does make a difference when we're just talking about this kind of stuff. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And now let's get to our quote for today. Okay. It's from Ann Ruth Schombacher. Each day comes bearing its gifts. Untie the ribbon. I think, uh, you know, that's so true. I think if we, end our day every day and just take a few minutes to think through what the day has brought. We can find a gift in every one of them, but we don't, we don't think about it. We're so, we're running at such a fast pace and we're so tired and we can't wait for this day to be over. Um, and we're overwhelmed most of the time, but 
really every day does bring a gift. Yeah. So. Yeah, somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere in all these struggles we just talked about. Kind of a I weird know. transition, but uh It's true. Yeah, somewhere. Life is hard, but if you can look for you think every day though, every day I would be willing to say that every day there is a gift. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we don't look for them. So what was your gift today then? Hot shot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> know it all, Mom. Mm-hmm. My gift today actually was very simple. It was the gift of rain. Um, not only because we haven't had rain in such a long time, but because I'm tired after the weekend. I had a busy weekend. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm tired today. And so... <laughs> You know, it was like a blessing. It was like, oh, yay, it's raining. I have an excuse not to go outside, not to run errands, not to do this, not to do that. Yeah. So I took All it. of us non-retired people are just shaking our heads right now. <laughs> right, exactly. We still have to wake up at 345. <laughs> I know, I know. That was my gift. No, it's true. Everyone's gift gifting me different. I'm just kidding with you. But um, but yeah, definitely. Can you 100%. think of a gift in your day? Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, this week is just chaos because mm-hmm. like my schedule is already chaos. But when I try to, to take a day away, but like my work doesn't stop. I don't take a work day off. You know what I mean? Like the right. work doesn't, doesn't end. It right. just has four days to get five days of work done. Mm-hmm. Um, my gift today. I don't know. I got the wrong damn computer fan. Um, <laughs> How about you were just talking about. How sad you're going to be when your parents die. How about the fact that yeah, we can, we go. can come That'll on work. this podcast today with your mom. That's true. I do. Mm-hmm. I get the you're opportunity to come exactly. do it. Mm-hmm. I like that. Today's podcast is brought to you by Athletic Greens, by the way. Have you tried this yet? Have you ordered this? Um, I do. I highly, I, I do. I really highly recommend Athletic Greens. Um, my mom's been using it too. AG1 is their newest formulation of Athletic Greens. And what it is, is it's a, a daily powder that you take. And it's got 75 of high-quality vitamins and minerals and whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day off right. I do notice a difference. I missed it yesterday. What day was it yesterday? I missed it. And uh, my... my uh, my flow wasn't as regular, if you will. You better you better be doing double doses this week. Why? Give you super energy. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. To get everything done. I know. That's one of that's one of the reasons why people take AG1, you know. I know, exactly. It does. It helps my energy. So, you know, there's obviously a lot I of just us. Said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of us take some kind of multivitamin. It's important for you to choose one of the high quality ingredients. And uh, Athletic Greens was created by the founder who experienced a ton of gut health issues, which is actually why I wanted to try it. And then he was like, oh, my God. And he uh, he, he started to put this regimen together and he realized it was costing him over $100 a day mm. <laughs> after just trying to put all these supplements together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's why he wanted to create something that was way more easy to put together mm-hmm. uh, than, you know, the, what he was doing. And that's how they, he came up with. Athletic Greens and AG1. So they have over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com. Again, it's athleticgreens.com and then do slash Kramer. Sorry, athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. 
athleticgreens.com slash Kramer and take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And thank you, by the way, for everyone that's trying AG1 uh, and, and those that have already been using Athletic Greens and have great things to say about it. Thanks for that, too. All right, let's say hello to certified fans for the day. Certified fans, we need your support. If you're, I mean, I guess I should say that in reverse. For the hundreds of you that are certified fans, thank you so much for all of your love and support. And, uh, you're the best. And we need three people this month to join. Just three, three, three. Just three. It's I not, must have you, three friends out there that haven't joined yet. That's true. Text your friends. What the hell? Surely. Um, what the heck? I don't know that I have three friends. That, <laughs> I don't think I do. But um, I mean, most of our fans are your friends. So. Yeah, I know. It's true. So um, <laughs> we're running low on the friend my side. Um, survive fans, uh, you want to explain what they do for the podcast, Mom? Sure. They um, generously pay $6 a month, which helps us pay our bills to keep this thing going. I don't and like they saying they generously pay. Why? What do you like I think to say? You generously contribute. I think pay sounds like yeah, pay just sounds generous. ugly. Oh, okay. doesn't it? Pay sounds like you owe a bill or something. Like I'm going to bill you every month. Like ugh. oh yeah, no, nothing like that. Yeah. Nothing like that. Okay. I don't know why I just didn't. So they make a me. they make a a kind contribution. There you go. Then that's not nicer. Six dollars a month. Yeah. Yeah. And they, for that, they are members of our Certified Fans Facebook page, which you will love. Oh my gosh, we are such a, such a close-knit family on that group. I love it so much. Yeah. Um, they get discounts on merch. They get bonus mama text. And they're the first with any breaking news that might come along. Yep. And they get a shout out on a show. So text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. Text fans to 888-Kramer8. And um, we'd be happy to get you registered for that. Yeah, that'd be nice. It's going to be your birthday soon. That could be a nice Yeah, do it for my birthday. How about that? Yeah. You can do it for my birthday. Let's get 39 fans for Stevens. Yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. 39 fans. Uh-huh. All right. Survey fan of the day is 344. Okay. 344, who did not fill out the second part of their form. Let me see if I can figure out who it is. Okay. Um, It is. It looks like. Oh, man. I can't tell. I don't know. I'm going to go to. I'm going to go to the one before it. Carissa H. Carissa H. Is our certified mm-hmm. fan of the day from Irvine, California. Carissa H has been a certified fan now since February of 2021. We are very thankful for you, Carissa H. You're mm-hmm. so amazing. So appreciate your support. Hope you know that. You're a yearly donor. So thank you for doing that. Yes. Uh, and for you, this is your bonus whoop whoop. Mm-hmm. Whoop whoop to Carissa H from California. Love Appreciate you. you. Thank you. So, Text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. Do not forget that I will be uh, we will both be on a break, a little hiatus next week. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom and I will be in New York, so no shows birthday next week. season. Yeah, we're going to celebrate my birthday and just enjoy New York and go see a bunch of shows and have a good time. So yeah. uh, that's going to be the 
30th through the 3rd next week. And then we'll be back with all new shows. Okay. All right, mom, let's do ask my mom. This is an advice segment that we do a couple times a week, Tuesday, Thursday. And if you ever are find yourself in a dilemma and need some motherly advice, hopefully you'll keep Nancy Yancey in mind <laughs> and you can submit your dilemma on the website anonymously. If you want to at certifiedmamasboy.com. Or you can always email me too. That's fine. That guy Kramer at gmail.com. But I know if you want to be anonymous, then you can just do it that way. Uh, yeah. So then my mom gives you some good advice. And then we um, we hop in as a podcast fam and try to do the same thing. So, mom, okay. what we got for today? Dear Mama Nancy, my partner is very close with his family. He has two brothers, both married, and their whole family – goes to dinner on the first Saturday night of the month every month. Sometimes I am invited, sometimes not, but the married women are always there. I don't know why I'm not invited sometimes, but not others. He just says, I'm going to the family dinner. It's probably best if you sit this one out. Last week, I told him I wanted to come, but he said it wasn't a good idea. He said he just wants time with his family alone but I feel weird not going every time. Do you think it's odd he wants to have family time without me? Love you forever. Hmm, yes, I do. And that would hurt my feelings. That would really make me feel sad if everyone in the family was there with the exception of me. And I wonder if you could have a conversation with the other quote-unquote, women of the family <laughs> um, to see what they think about that and why he would say maybe not tonight. What could they be talking about that? Yeah, that part's kind of weird. You know? I that mean, part of me was kind of weird. Like the best of you better sit this one out. Like what? Yeah, um, exactly. I don't know, though, that like, because we can spend time. I, I can I can imagine wanting to like spend time with you without my ex wife. Well, yeah, and we do that. I do that with Maggie and Brian too. We go places. We do things. Yeah, one on one. I don't. I don't know this but necessarily. This a red like flag. A, I don't. Well, it's a routine thing though, when everybody's there together. But you, how would you feel if you lived here and we got together and we said, eh, "No, not you." No, but this is like this is not her. Like this is well, like her. You know, family in law, not her family. They not like if it was her family doing that, that'd be one thing, right? Yeah. But if it's the in laws, I don't, I don't know. Like I, mm. if he just wants to spend time with his, so this man can never spend time with his family alone ever again. Like she has to be there. That seems a little. I don't know. That seems like a lot. Well, not his whole family. I mean, if he wants to. Does that sound like a lot to you? Like, if, like if a man just wants to hang out with his family, can't he just hang out with his family without it being? It would hurt my feelings. Well, and I would, and I would want to know why. First of all, I would never do that to anyone either. I don't know. I don't know why this one's striking me as kind of like maybe not the worst thing in the world. Hmm. Because you like being alone. <laughs> well, I just, I guess because I, I, yeah, I mean, I don't like, but like, I, I hear like a few things. I do, I do cherish 
my time as a single individual without having a partner. Like for example, Dan and I, my buddy from New York said like, we have to make it a high priority when we're both in relationships again to like make time for just the two of us without bringing our partners along because we just realized we have so much more fun, just the two of us than when our partners are there. And I could see, Somebody listening right now also be like, well, you, you shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. You know, like, but you're, I mean, this kind of feels like a similar thing of like, if I always want to spend time with my mom and like my family, my immediate family. And like, is, I, th- I think that's okay for you not to be there. Not, you know, you're invited sometime, but not every time Mm-mm. they have to be there. Yeah. Oh yeah. I would never allow you if you were in a relationship and all of our family was getting together and someone was left out intentionally? No. But isn't that, that's like kind of codependent a little bit, right? That like would never work for me. I don't know, maybe, but I'm just I saying. just I feel like I would want to. I mean, I, I don't think I'd ever be that way, but I guess my long phase of singledom now has mm-hmm. made me realize that like I st- I want to be able to do things singularly. And I think that's fine. So but if I want so like if I want to go see my family and hang there. out with them, like what happens if I want to, and I just want to go spend because, like, maybe the, the dynamics different. No offense, because I know who this mm-hmm. is, but like, hmm. different when you're there. No, yeah, no. That like it's just not maybe not necessarily a bad thing, but like maybe you require more attention. You know, mm. I don't know, but I just I don't. I, don't know. I think I'd be talking to some of the other women. 888 Kramer 8. Does that sound like does that sound bad to you? Because to me it's fine. Like it's to me it seems like it's completely normal. I mean not normal, but like acceptable. Completely acceptable. But I don't know, you know, y'all. Sometimes I've been so damn single for so long that I forget what it's like to have a partner. <laughs> so and you're introverted. Yeah. And you wouldn't and you I would, would listen, not, I wouldn't want would I wouldn't go to the family go dinner, to period. <laughs> she can go without me. So I just want to stay at home. <laughs> Remember your wife's family used to do that. Yeah, they used to do it all the time. I'd be happy if they didn't want me to come. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, shit, okay. Perfect. Thank uh-huh. you. <laughs> but you know what would happen? 888-Kramer8. 888-Kramer8. I'm curious how this will go. I don't know. I don't. I couldn't even tell you which way this is going to fall today. But uh, I'd be curious to hear how you feel about that. All right, Mom. That's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. See you soon. I cannot tell you the amount of tech. Well, I could tell you. That's that was dramatic. Um, we got an exorbitant amount of number of text messages about people that always Google phone numbers <laughs> when they're trying to figure out. I said on the yesterday's podcast, I was like, is it weird that I Google phone numbers before I answer them? Like, for example, if you were to call me right now, your number's not on my phone. While I'm sitting here, instead of saying hello, I'm just going to take time either minimize the phone ringing screen on my iPhone or just come to my laptop and I'm going to type in your phone number really quick and hope that I can figure out who it is and decide if I want to answer it or not. I get so many text messages about that, so I I feel validated that I'm not just some kind of weirdo that's just uh, people-phobic and scared of what might happen. (laughs) Um, All right. That's it for today. Love you. Have a great Tuesday. Back tomorrow with a moment. Kramer History. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. 
Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.